0: Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Mentored Minds, the podcast where we talk about any and all topics related to career growth. Today, Sabina and I are happy to discuss three main tips that we personally use to increase our productivity and overall motivation. We hope these tips work for you. If they do, make sure to let us know on Instagram at Mentored Minds or as a review on Apple Podcasts. We'd greatly appreciate it. But anyway, without further ado, enjoy this week's episode. hey how you doing I'm okay how are you
1: so I have a a guilty update for you I purchased some more plants so I now have like
0: (laughs) you need to send me pictures I have
1: about uh, (laughs) I will I'll send you pictures the thing is um I ran out of soil as I was potting them so some halfway deep into a pot (laughs) so once I get more soil and yeah anyways so um mistakes were made Uh, I have about 16 plants somewhere around the house and i'm going on vacation air quotes a vacation i'm going to miami in a month and i asked the co-worker to plant my plants and she was like yeah totally but i'm looking around and i'm like um i think this is kind of an obnoxious amount of plants to give to someone
0: i mean you have 16 i think i i still have you beat i think
1: <laughs> yeah i'm sure you do <laughs>
0: My mom, when she comes over, she's like, be careful you don't turn this into a jungle. And I was like, you say that like it's a bad thing.
1: (laughs) Bad thing. (laughs) If I could have every single shelf space, every desk space filled with a plant and like know that they wouldn't die and like I could actually like handle it. Yeah,
0: (laughs) that's the thing. (laughs) You know, that's the thing. It's the lighting.
1: Yeah, because. Yep. Especially like if I decide to, sometimes I work from the couch and I'm more productive that way. Cause I just need a change of pace for a couple days Same. and my fish tank and my more sensitive plants are in the office and I forget about them. I come in and they're all dramatic. Like the fish tank is halfway done with the water. The plants are like drooped over. Like if they never seen sunlight, you know? So I, I just have to be careful to make sure I walk around the house. Otherwise same so anyways that was my update i'll have two separate friends i'm gonna leave like i have a couple pothos i bought like the silver pothos the one that has the i have that one here yes i got i thought it was so cute anyways i bought some like uh different variations of pothos i'm gonna leave all the those with a friend just now getting into plans and then i'll take the other remaining like 10 to my coworker. Hopefully 10 is not an obnoxious number,
0: but oh well. You're going to show up with a, with a crate of plants. Like, here you go. Take care of these for me, please. (laughs) Yeah. I, I don't know
1: know what I'm going to do, but I will figure it out. Okay. What's she going to say? No. (laughs) So that was my update of the day that I bought plants and I'm very, they've been the highlight. Honestly, that is my, that is my win of the week. I have beautiful plants that I'm so excited to see.
0: <laughs> Love that.
1: Before we jump into it, any updates, things you wanted to share uh, on your
0: behalf? I mean, it is spring, and so I am starting to see some of mine like bloom. And like downstairs I have a palm. I have a I'll send you a picture afterwards. I have the palm downstairs and like it's starting it like grows out of like the the bamboo it part it looks like really funky and i have a prayer plant the one that i almost killed when i had in here it like bloomed little flowers it's crazy oh that's nice
1: so those are our plant updates shayla has <laughs> beautiful blooming plants and i have more <laughs> so today we really wanted to talk to you guys about motivation and productivity how to be productive right and it's hard and the reason i think we are having this conversation is because shayla and i both have friends and also even ourselves who have struggled with being productive, just getting started. It's not even finishing a task, but even finding the, the willpower and the energy to do it, right? To, to sit down and say, I'm going to work on this. So what we really wanted to cover is three main areas that you could focus on to kind of help your accountability, your productivity, and your motivation to get the stuff that you need to get done. So the first thing that Shayla and I wanted to talk about was reducing resistance, as we call it. And I'll let Shayla take this one off since she she brought it up when we were chatting. Shayla, do you want to tell us what you mean?
0: Yeah, so reducing resistance is something that I have learned from, I don't remember the name of the YouTuber, but I watch a lot of like productivity and like self-improvement videos on YouTube. And I remember hearing one guy say that if you're trying to learn to play the guitar, you want to have the guitar close to you in a place where it's easy for you to reach it. So then it's, you know, you're reducing the resistance to have to like take it out of its case or whatever, and go get it upstairs or whatever it may be. So if you have it like at your disposal, it's more likely that you'll be able to do it. For me personally, reducing resistance would be not starting a new show on Netflix because then I won't be tempted to like watch the next episode instead of going upstairs to do work or sit at my desk or something. So things that reducing the things that I can procrastinate with reduces my resistance for productivity.
1: I can definitely relate, and I, I think something that I'm kind of guilty of is um so in case this is not obvious already, I have a very customer facing role that's part of my job. So um I'm in meetings random times all throughout the day. And a lot of times this includes like an 8 a.m. or 9 a.m. meeting. And then I won't have meetings again till closer to 11 o'clock, just because that's when my engineers start waking up. So there'll be this gap of time, this like two, maybe three hour gap of time where I have a choice to make. I come off a customer call and I could either go sleep for two or three hours, relax, eat, play on my phone. Or I could work because I have uninterrupted heads down concentrated time which is like a luxury <laughs> a luxury for me um and I think I tend to make the excuse that oh you know I'm tired I could use the extra hour and if I on the days where I can fight back on that and say no no no, no. let me just at least start it and if I start it and I'm five ten minutes into it and I'm really tired I'm not able to focus then sure I'll go sleep right because obviously it's not working it never happens. Every time I sit down and start working, I end up so produ- I end up more productive in those two, three hours than I am in like a six or eight hour day. You know what I mean later on? Mm-hmm. So i um, definitely not letting into the excuses. Sometimes it happens. You're human, right? But uh, doing your best not to let the excuses win over your productivity.
0: Is there something that you do that you think or that you do to get yourself to sit down and start working that helps you? You're like, I'm going to just start answering emails. Is there something specific that helps you get into it?
1: Yeah. So the thing that gets me to my desk is those early morning meetings, right? So that I I can't
0: not come. Right. No, but I mean like in that break.
1: Oh, in that break to get me started. Usually I have enough on my plate where there's something that I have to do and I'll just jump into it. It's not really so much answering emails. It'll usually be like I'm in the middle of a a design spec. So I have like some design software open and I'll start off. I always start out with something small. So let's say if I'm writing a spec, I'll start with researching, what does the market for this look like online? Like it won't require me doing like active hard thinking, but more just like a little bit of research and reading. If I'm doing a spec design, I might just look at like, oh, you know, what do other areas of my product look like? What kind of colors do I want to use? What kind of font design, you know, before I get into it. So I try to start with the the more research parts. When I say researchy, I mean like reading right? The more reading parts of it before I dive into the hard thinking. And then by the time I'm doing that, I get so motivated and excited to actually work that I just end up working.
0: Yeah. That's kind of what I was looking for because I know that I definitely like start with something easy to just get me to sit there. And usually that's just like answering emails or something, but something to get me start to get the gears turning.
1: Yeah. I try to stay away from emails in my head's downtime because I'm always afraid, like I have hundreds of emails, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm always afraid that there's too much context switching. And if I prioritize emails, it's hard for me to get back. So I try to really focus on a task, not little tasks and then other little tasks and then other, because then I never get anything done. I just get a little bit of everything. Right, 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 right.
0: Gotcha. Yeah, that's not the case for me because I usually have like one email and then I send it and then (laughs) I won't get a response for like another week. So
1: yeah, I definitely think that's good advice. Like get started with an email or something.
0: But yeah, so reducing resistance. So little things, doing little things, not starting a new show on Netflix and
1: resist the temptation to procrastinate and just start it. And you're going to see that it's much easier to finish once you start. The second thing that we kind of wanted to talk about was how we could enforce accountability right? Where maybe it's not already enforced in our environment, how we can create accountability and how that helps with productivity.
0: Yeah. So accountability would be letting someone know that this is what you want to get done by a certain date or not at all, but just something that you want to get done eventually. And having someone there to kind of, you know, hold you accountable for what you're trying to do helps push you. It could be anyone. It could be, I've heard people like posting it on Twitter. You could tell a friend or you could tell your parents, anyone really just someone to like that you can tell so that now they know that you have to finish this and then it'll pressure you to get that stuff done it's easier for me to make an excuse for myself than it is to make an excuse for someone else like for example if i want to finish a task and i don't finish it i can be like it's fine nobody it, nobody's going to notice except me that i didn't do this So I could just do it later. Whereas if I were to tell a roommate or the person I'm living with, hey, I want to get this done. And then if they ask me, hey, why didn't you finish it? I'd have to come up with a more valid excuse for them. So then that's kind of motivating. Like, I don't want to have to do that. You know, Uh, Whereas if I don't tell anyone, I'm just like, nobody knows but me. Like, it's it's fine. (laughs) <laughs>
1: Definitely. Yeah, that, that makes sense. Um, and I think the, the next tip or the next issue, right, that we're facing is setting deadlines, right? And I think you said you do the same, you set deadlines. And I, I just go one step further. When I have a deadline, I have that problem, right? Where, yeah, I set a deadline, but who's gonna know, right? Like, who's <laughs> really gonna know? I could finish it the day before or two days after. <laughs> but essentially, what I try to do is I try my hardest to make my deadlines visible make them I'm very very transparent in my work I like for people at any point to be able to know what I'm working on not from a micromanagee perspective or anything because my teammates are super cool but if I say hey I want to give everyone a metrics update on where we are as far as usage goes you know recurrent customers things like that by Friday Friday rolls around or even the next week rolls around they're like hey we're are- where are not we supposed to have a presentation on metrics? I'm like, oh, people remember, right? So I, I feel like my team is is expecting it of me, whether they're pressuring me or not, the irrelevant, right? But they're expecting it of me. And it gives me a little bit of accountability, a little bit more um, fire under my butt <laughs> to get things done. And that's really nice for the weeks where I know I don't feel like working, where I don't really feel like getting my stuff done. It's really good to know, hey, people are relying on me. Let me finish this.
0: Yeah. And you know, now that I think about it, I have definitely done that. Like with my advisor, sometimes she'll be like, oh, can you send me this? Like as soon as you can. And then I will set myself a deadline and I'll be like, I'll send it to you by the end of the week. And then that'll kind of push me to make sure I get it done by then and not like some arbitrary.
1: Yeah. And I try to do this too, if I'm uh, I don't know if you suffer from this, Shayla, but I, I don't know if it's my genes, but I have horrible memory. Oh my God. I'm like a goldfish. You'll always, you guys on the podcast, I'm always writing uh, on in meetings. I have to write it physically. Like everyone's like, you're in tech. You work at a tech company. Why are you writing on a notepad? And it's because I have <laughs> awful memory. Uh, so I write down everything and tell people, Hey, I know you said that this isn't urgent or anything. I'm going to get this to you by... And I say a date and they're like, oh, no rush. And I'm like, no, 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 please. If I don't get it to you by this date, don't hesitate to reach out to me. Or if you need it sooner or whatever, please let me know. Because I I drop the ball. I'm human, right? <laughs> like sometimes things slip. So I try to set deadlines for everything urgent or not, because I have awful memory. It's not even a productivity thing at that point. It's like, I'll leave the computer that day and be like, I finished all my tasks. And in reality, yeah. I have
0: so much more to do. I think you've even, when we talk about things and you're like, oh, if I don't respond to you like on this, nudge me again.
1: Yeah, I do it to you too. I think I did it for this, right? I was like, oh, I'll reply after like three o'clock or six o'clock, your time. And sure enough, six o'clock rolled around and you're like, hey, what's up? And I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know
0: that's accountability that's
1: accountability yeah and like the truth is it's not like i don't care i try to be really communicative and like when i do do things i do it with quality so that that helps people not get annoyed right cuz it does come off like you're very codependent but we live in such a strange time right now with like covid and working from home i think we have to be really understanding that our normal routines and the things that normally work for us or should be natural are not like before i didn't need to tell people deadlines that was weird you know i would just write a sticky note and put it on my computer but now that my home life and my work life and my everything life is just so interconnected it's really hard for days to just blur weeks to blur Mm -hmm. so what my point is um don't be harsh on yourself you know like use tactics at work and, and people will be pretty understanding most of the time yeah so I think that's a little bit on reducing resistance and accountability. So the next one is is all yours.
0: <laughs> so the next tip could be sharing with others. So this can be similar to accountability, but I mean sharing with others in terms of finding inspiration.
1: Yeah, when Sheila and I were discussing this, we, we coined it a peer inspiration, right? Right. And the way that I view peer inspiration, or example where I have it, is I try my hardest to really acknowledge. When someone does something well, because, you know, it's very common that let's take an example of our personal lives. You go to a restaurant and it's the food is delicious. Servers are great. Everything's awesome. You just come again. That's the end of the story. You come again or you, you like it. Maybe you tell your mom it's great. You have a bad experience. All of a sudden, like, you know, one star on Yelp, you leave a horrible review. You take pictures. Yeah. It's much easier to be very vocal and visible about negative feedback. Uh, you know, you hold interventions. Complaining complaining, you know, blaming even, but when something is done right, you usually get like a, Oh, good job in passing. Maybe you're not, if you're lucky, (laughs) Mm -hmm. right. Instead of an actual acknowledgement of your accomplishments. So I will do things for my teammates. Like if they help me win a customer based on something small that they did. And I say small, but it was huge, you know, but to them it's small. And I'll send that to their manager and their manager's manager, because I have relationships on pretty high in the chain. And I'll tell them like, because this person, John Smith did X, Y, Z, it helped us win this account. Or we have a thread that's just between our team. It's like a almost like Slack channel, whatever. There's a thread and I'll call someone out and I'll say, thank you so much for getting this done in time. You got it done just in time for my demo that I'm going to be giving to this huge audience, or that's going to be recorded on YouTube. And I try to make sure that all of their accomplishments feel good, that the work that they do has impact you know? And what it starts to do is what goes around comes around as I, you know, congratulate them on their accomplishments little by little, they find their way of uh, congratulating me and other people on the team. And it makes you feel really good. You know, I literally asked someone a question, but I was really struggling to get an answer from anyone else. And when he answered it, I sent him like a little gif, and it was said, you're a star. And Mm -hmm. he literally replied and he said, that made my day, you know, like, I don't get enough acknowledgement of all my my success and the things that I contribute to and this is so small in comparison but uh it was the kind of motivation that he needed to to feel good that day Mm -hmm. so I think that peer inspiration is really really important right
0: yeah because even if for example I am complimenting you and I'm boasting on how great you have been doing recently talking about your wins also inspires me to be you know, it's like I want to be like Svina. So now I'm going to get off my butt and do these things so that I can improve myself. So Just putting yourself in a more positive mindset can be done by complimenting others on their wins.
1: Can you give the exact example you gave me? Like you were feeling like you weren't really productive and then you reached out to your research friends?
0: Oh, right. Yeah. So like, for example, um, sometimes I kind of don't feel very motivated. Like if I'm stuck on a project, that's not that I'm the kind of over, you know, I've been doing it for a while and I just kind of want to get done with. But Towards the end, like I feel kind of like losing motivation to do it because I'm kind of over it. What I have done in the past is reach out to friends that I know, like in the area that, not in the physical area, but in the research area, that I can just reach out and be like, hey, can you, how are you? What's up? And then they tell me about what they've been doing, what they've been working on. And their problems that are interesting. And those interesting problems that they're working on inspire me to go look for interesting problems. And then they kind of motivate me like, oh yeah, let me just get this done with so that I can then start working on these cool things too. So that's something that I have done, peer inspiration, that it kind of like works both ways. It benefits the whole party and just really brings up everybody's motivation. So I think that's a really good tip for productivity.
1: I think this is something that you'll, if you guys are in a like corporate setting, if you guys are in a good corporate setting, <laughs> you know, we call this like team morale. I think team morale is so important because you're right, Shayla, like it's hundred percent. Don't be wrong. I love being told, Hey, you did a good job, but it's more exciting to me when anyone on the team does good because I inherently get proud. You know, it's like even self pride. I'm like, yeah, that person's on my team and they did awesome. Hell yeah, that's my homie. You know, (laughs) You, you get really, really excited when the culture is right. When you're surrounded by the right people, their success becomes your success. And I think that that helps your motivation. The second you start comparing and saying, they're successful and I'm not, which we won't get too much into, into this episode. But when you start doing that, that's when maybe you need to reevaluate the culture that you're perpetuating and the culture that is existing. You really want to be in a place where other people's successes become personally satisfying. That's a healthy mindset.
0: Yeah. And not only for work, but just life. In general. Oh yeah. You don't want to be that. You don't want to be that guy. <laughs> a hater. You don't want to be a or hater. Or that
1: girl, <laughs> you
0: know? yeah. Yeah. <laughs> For sure.
1: So everyone, really, we just wanted to cover, you know, a couple tips to help with productivity. We know the vaccine is giving a little light of hope, but at the same time, we've been, we've been at home for a long time. So we know productivity is still going to be a struggle. We're more than happy to give some more tips as they come through, but we just wanted to do a quick recording to kind of give you guys a little bit of motivation, a little bit of insight into what works for us.
0: This is definitely something that can kind of seem like we talk about it a lot, but it's something that we kind of need to be constantly reminded of, or at least I do. Because I can, you know, have a day where I think about it and then I forget about it for the next three weeks and I am back at square one trying to pick myself up and be productive. So it's a, it's a conversation that we have to keep telling ourselves.
1: I agree. I agree. I think mentorship is a lot of repetition, right? It's mm-hmm. the same principles applied to a new space all the time. And that's true in like tech, that's true in life, you know, it's reapplying the same techniques. So like be consistent, hold yourself accountable, love what you do. All of these things are, are going to come up again.
0: Absolutely. But yeah, thanks for tuning in to today's episode. If you made it this far, you're a real one. Don't forget to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and to let us know if there's any topics that you'd like for us to discuss, or even if you are or know someone who could be a great guest, let us know and we'd be more than happy to have new and diverse guests on this podcast. We'll reach out to anyone who would like to shed light on topics that they're passionate about. Thanks again and see you next week.